hello welcome welcome once again to the podcast that was made for you yes you that are watching and tuning in right now and listening in right now the young entrepreneur mindset podcast i'm your host angel coming to you from orlando florida and i am so blessed and privileged to uh, be here once again uh, to be with great great people that are tuning in and watching thank you so much guys i appreciate your support i appreciate your feedback i appreciate your comments I appreciate every everyone who is uh, part of this project um, that I started earlier this year. Uh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm I'm blessed because I have had uh, some ups and downs, right? Like every, all of us do, and whatnot. But all of my guests have always come through. They've always given a hundred and ten to hundred and fifty percent. Every single one of them. So if you've been on this platform before, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful. To have you not only on this platform, but if I have built some kind of relationship with you throughout uh, this time, I'm honored and and grateful to have you as uh, as a friend and as a uh, YouTuber, whatever they want to call it, or podcaster, host, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, guys, thank you again. As you know, as, as another Monday, um, I'm happy to be here because today I have a very special guest, a guest that um, I met through uh, the Facebook channels and whatnot, and I started following and and listening and looking at the material that everyone has but in particular this person uh her name is marie uh she's from south florida right and today she's joining me because today we want to talk about strategies uh that she's been using and that they have worked for her on strategies and how to build and grow your business for 2022 as you know me i like to be ahead of the game i like to be ready for countdown and whatnot and and getting ready and prepared for the next chapter, right? So today I want her on the show and I want her to share her story, share her tips and strategies as far as to what we can do as small entrepreneurs, small business owners, whether you're small, whether you're big, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the size. It matters that what your intentions are behind what you're doing. And that's one thing about her is that found I found very intriguing is that She's about helping others. See, when I created this podcast, it's to gr- connect great-minded people, right? To connect great-minded uh, business people that want to connect with others. And that's what she's about. She's about helping you grow your business. Of course, she's a professional. She's a CPA. Uh, she knows about the taxes uh, industry. She knows about a lot. And, of course, she's part of our the, what we call a 10X uh, family, our 10X group uh, from Grant Cardone and whatnot. So, we're just a bunch of entrepreneurs that are wanting to grow and grow together and help each other. So, guys, please help me welcome a woman that is about not only the experience, but she's about helping others. She's about uh, growing, helping you grow your business, helping you uh, connect with other people and have success. So that's one of the key points that she has in her uh, Web page. So we're going to be talking about many things. I'm going to have all her information and all her uh, website links here shortly. So let's go ahead and welcome her to the show. Marie, how are you? Great, great, Angel. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for <laughs> being here. How do I pronounce your last name? Tarosian? Tarosian. Yes. Okay. You did awesome. You did awesome. <laughs> See, I got it the first try. Thank you so much <laughs> for being here. Thank you for taking out of your time because I know as a very professional woman and 
as busy as you are, I, I know that you have a tough schedule. You know, like <laughs> we talked about before, we all uh, within this business and just trying to every day grow. And I think that it's important that all of us grow together and get to know from one another. And that's why I created this podcast because I like to hear your story. Uh, hear about how you got not only to where you are business wise, but how you got to Florida. How'd you get? <laughs> I know you have a wonderful story, and I want you to let's go ahead and start with that, Marie, because I I know you're from you're from Lebanon, yes, right, and you came to this country, but you came to this country with uh, I say I call it with a suit a briefcase a suitcase full of <laughs> dreams. You came with a <laughs> suitcase full of dreams like all of us right because all of us are, are, are immig we immigrated from different countries and whatnot and as immigrants whether you were born here or not we immigrate somewhere always going to different places to learn the culture and mm -hmm. to fulfill our dreams so how about you how, how did marie uh come to the u.s and she came with that full of dreams and inspiration <laughs> and whatnot. So go ahead, let's start with that story. <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. So um, so yeah, my last name is actually Armenian, um, but I was born and raised in Lebanon, um, just okay. to make that clarification. And then, um, yes, I, I left Lebanon when I was 21 years old. Um, I did have a detour before I came to the US, actually. I went to Montreal with, uh, uh, you know, since I had family there. Um, you know, and of course, looking for an opportunity to to live a different life. Um, my my all of my ch childhood and my youth in Lebanon was literally you know living during war, a very difficult difficult time, a lot of you know bombing, you know a lot of um, you know hardships. Um, you know, I've uh, seen my parents struggle, so I I just didn't want to have that for myself and my the future of my you know my family one day, uh, my children one day. Um, so yeah, the opportunity came. I did go to Montreal and I started you know work you know living and working there. Um, my husband is actually from South Florida. He's Armenian as well, and uh, which uh, we connected uh, you know through a a family member matchmaking Armenian. Oh. <laughs> I was refusing. It was not going to happen, but it happened. That's what it was meant to be. Um, and it was, we're still, of course, here, you know, 17 years later, we're still married. We got two children. We, we, I've been in Florida for, uh, you know, 17 years now. So um, Florida has been a wonderful place to be. Um, you know, I went to Florida International University. I graduated with my bachelor's and master's there, and I've started my, you know, my CPA career here. So. I'm all Florida. I've been here forever, and I don't know. <laughs> I'll probably yeah, hear Floridian. If you're more than ten years, you're a Floridian here now. Yes, <laughs> you are now. You are. Yes. <laughs> That's good. So, so when you when you moved here, I mean, when you left your country, like because I saw it in your your bio, like you had these dreams, like you just like you didn't want to be just another statistic, you know, uh, uh, of 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 something. You wanted to be yeah. a part of something big. So take us through that. What, where did, where was that born inside you? Yeah. So you know, I knew that if I stayed in Lebanon, I was, you know, I was just gonna be maybe another, maybe a housewife. Not that anything is wrong with that, right? right no, it's just right. I knew that there was something bigger I have to achieve. Right, um, right. You know, I was a very business minded. I was helping my dad very early on in my life. I wanted to have a, my own business one day. Um, you know, I wanted to study. And it was difficult going to college there was very you know expensive i, I wasn't going to be able to do that um i knew i wanted to 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 bring in 
get, get enough wealth to be able to come back and help Lebanon, help my own people, the Armenian people that have struggled and, and for many centuries. Um, you know, there's just so much that I want to give that I knew if I stayed in Lebanon, that was not going to happen. So, um, actually the way I, I believe I left was, uh, maybe a divine intervention. Uh, my, my mother, my, my grandmother actually took me on a, uh, a tour of different monasteries. And during one of those new monasteries where I was praying, I prayed for this opportunity to leave and have the opportunity to make this difference hopefully something okay. would happen and it did you know a few months later i got a visa out of nowhere whereas least amount of expectation and here i am on my way to canada all this place you even think of right right That's yeah cool. so then you left your country then you came here and and what were yeah. your goals then at that time like you, you were you're 21 yeah i was 21 when i got to montreal and then when i came to florida i was 20 23 24 i think 24 you know i got married i started you know miami Dade college right away you know my intention was always to first get my education going that was my first goal because i knew if i got my education right then i knew i'm going to have all the right opportunities come my way and be able to get uh, my career going sooner rather than later because yeah. you know I felt like I'm already getting a late start here, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on getting to the U.S. at 24. I mean, I got to get this education thing going. Exactly. That's good. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes people just get comfortable and like, oh, I'm young. I got plenty of time. Yeah. You know, and go to the parties and go party and hang out and stuff like that. But your mindset was totally different. See that mindset? You have yeah. that mindset. mindset. Yeah. Entrepreneur mindset. So then you, you, you start your business. Now, talk about CPA because now... How long have you been a CPA? I've been a CPA for about 12 years now. 12 years. Okay. Um, yeah. For those who are probably listening to the audio or watching the video, and maybe they don't know about CPA, like sure. what does a CPA do? Uh, what, what is it about? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, when you when you when we graduate from from uh, our bachelor's or whatever the master's of accounting, you know, we have a choice of whether we want to become a certified public accountant. So, um, you can be an accountant, you can be a controller working for a private company. You really don't need to become a certified public accountant. Um, yeah. So, when you become a certified public accountant, that's basically serving the public. That means you could go the route of being a tax CPA, you can go the route of becoming a forensics CPA, or you go the route of an auditor CPA. Um, and you know, so it's a variety of ways that you can become, you, you can use the CPA licensing. So you're serving the public. You're not really serving uh, the, the client directly, technically. <laughs> gotcha, okay, thank you. I, actually, I, I learned something new today because I, um, yeah. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. So, for example, in a tax way, you're, you're doing tax filings, tax planning. As an auditor, you are going into your client's business and saying, well, let's look at your numbers and do these numbers make sense? Do the, do your, does your bank, can your bank actually rely on your numbers? Are you reporting things according to GAAP? Um, and they're going to give an opinion if it's a good one or a bad one. I'm not going to use technical words right now. I just want to keep it simple. Yeah, um, yeah. In a forensics accounting, that's going to be more of like if there's a an actual legal case, then those accountants are are used to going into line by line details of transactions that they're following the numbers down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> you oh, know, they're 
Right. Massive amount of Excel sheets, Absolutely. you know, three, four screens of, you know, data that they're interpreting and following the lines of making a case uh, for uh, a legal case. So um, that's very different type of work. So a lot of times when I introduce myself, you know, Marie Torsen CPA, most people assume I'm a tax CPA, but I'm, exactly. I'm actually either three, uh, none of the three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, see, that's that's good to clarify. Yeah, because yeah. now I'm understanding more of what you do. So what made you become a CPA and how did you get your business started? Sure. Yeah. So when I graduated, um, you know, I was kind of following everybody else in the same, I guess, you know, my, my, my friends and, you know, uh, my peers. Um, when um, the firms would come to uh, college, they were usually trying to hire for, you know, their, the firms, which is the public serve, public accounting. Right. And most of my, you know, they were questioning, like, you want to become, you know, auditor or a tax accountant, auditor or tax accountant. So I was like, well, what, which way should I go? You know, it was like a simple, okay, let's do audit. It seems more exciting. I don't want to do tax. So, you know, if you want to be a, in the public sector, you do, you are required to have a CPA. Um, so when so I started study, studying, but I didn't stay in the public sector. I went into the private sector, um, you know, about two and a half years after. But I still got my CPA because I had already decided to get in. I, like, I don't know. Maybe I changed my mind at some point and go back to the public to public yeah. accounting. <laughs> I decided to get my CPA, and I'm getting it. Uh huh. Did it. And I, I did it, and it was difficult because I was working full time in the private sector. I was pregnant half the time and the other half the time I had a, the baby, you know, and yeah. so I remember like, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night, I put the baby down, I got my coffee, I got my stuff set up right away, you know, like as soon as I'm like, okay, now I'm going to study, you know, it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you, you know, but I've put through that, you know, I've pushed yeah. through that I because there was, you know, that, that intention of I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the, the, the license. Wow. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. There you go. I got a 10x that thing. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's awesome. See, that's that's very, although it seems funny, but in, in between the lines, because I like to read in between the lines, is you had um you had a desire. You you had that that energy. Like you had although you had those distractions. Yes. Uh, it, you know, and of course, having a newborn, someone would have said, okay, because there was, there's different options that we have. You're going to have a newborn. Oh, you have the excuses. You know, I have a newborn. Uh, let me, I'll set my, my goals and stuff to a side and I'll sure. do it later and I'll postpone or procrastinate. You know, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And next thing you know, time flies by and then it's like, yeah. what happened to those goals? You know what I'm saying? So that's interesting Absolutely. that you brought that up. So when you started your business, because now I saw your website, which is an awesome website. I, I really love it, how organized it is and how detailed it is. Thank you. Like, um, yeah, absolutely. What, I did. Um, how long ago? You did it? I did it. <laughs> ah, there you go. See? That's the creative side of me. <laughs> That's the creative side. I know. I know. That's good. That's awesome because it's very detailed. It's very easy to to, you know, have access to and research. So talk about when, when you created this, of course, you created, like it says in the biography, to to provide services. What, you know, if someone reaches out to you, because I see here, like, for example, um, an IRS audit will cost you. And I read the, yeah. the blog on that. because Talk to us about that, because some people don't know 
how to go about that if they get into that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'll give you a very high level because since I don't do IRS representations, but I do work with other colleagues, you know, my tax CPA colleagues that do that. Okay. But yes, but I will give you an example. So this one, actually, the blog came out of a conversation I had from a, a prospect. And I had not had this experience because since I've been always on the audit side, I've never experienced someone who would have had a situation where they didn't file taxes back to back. And eventually the IRS came after them. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Right away, I had to call my tax colleague and, you know, because we work, you know, together to serve our clients. And, you know, and from that conversation, you know, we even had our own little show. The IRS can basically come in and clear out the bank account completely, you know, so and or if they didn't do that and something didn't trigger yet, what they would what would happen is that as soon as you file something or try to get information, it flags it as something. Whoa, this person has not done anything for the past. God knows when Um, it's going to trigger an audit immediately. So at that point, you really have to be ready for anything from having an, an attorney costs, the, the tax accountant costs, uh, records that you have to now come up with and go back and find them. So, uh, you know, uh, from our conversation, <clears throat> and my colleague, you know, helped me kind of put it all together is, you know, from an attorney, you're looking at at least, you know, you know, three to $5,000 at least per year that you are, you've forgotten to file because now they have represent you for those years and the tax accountant is going to have to do the same about so we're talking it could be anywhere from 20 to 30,000 to to do that so I'm like sometimes people just like let go of simple things that all you have to do is just file it even if you don't owe money just file it because you just you know by doing like just ignoring something simple like that you're creating more of a problem than just just you know just get rid of the headache so yeah so for me it was like a complete shock that i'm like even if i was not an accountant or a cpa i would not do that i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like oh my god like what <laughs> yeah so so that blog actually came out of an an actual experience i'm like what would happen yeah so what i've tried to do is every time i have a conversation like this with a prospect I realized these are such valuable information that I can share um, instead of just saying, well, this is a service we do. This is a service we do, which which is something I didn't know before. And I was just saying that I realized this is a type of content that's really helpful for business owners and really will help them understand what is really important. And, uh, you know, they, they can that I can help change their mindset about yeah. how to do it. Exactly. You know? that's yeah. that's, people seem like it's, that's not important, but that's. That's an important topic. I, I would hate to be in that situation, but yes, there are professional. There are there is help, and there are professionals yes. that know what they're doing that you have to consult. With. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. I mean, uh, sometimes the mindset is so bad that you know they might be so cheap, and I, I hate to say it, but it is. The mindset is that they're so cheap to pay, let's say five six hundred dollars for filing taxes or whatever it is that they owe to the IRS to pay it. But then the other hand is that they don't see how worse it could be if they don't file it. So my point exactly. here is that don't think so small. Think about the worst case scenario. What would happen if you don't do this now? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that, Marie. So, yeah. so let's talk about uh, a little about the strategies uh, for growing mm-hmm. 
your business for 22. What strategies do you use? I know, but you talk, you have a book, which I, I do want to talk about, uh, the complete guide to business mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be posting that, uh, with after the show so people can see that. And, and I see it on Amazon as well. So how did you come about for that book? First of all, yeah. So that book, uh, is an expansion on my initial ebook. Uh, that I wrote, which was the uh, um, uh, a business owner's guide for operational accounting, because and the you know m- majority of now my knowledge is based on the operations of the business and how accounting helps the operations of the business, right? Okay. So there's certain other areas that as I started my business, let's say the marketing, the legal entity, and all those pieces that. I kind of had to teach myself and figure it out as I go. So when I first made wrote the ebook, it was based on some of the blogs I had written already. So I could kind of put it all together, um, and it was kind of an easy thing to do. And uh, but I was like, you know, there's still so much out there that needs to be written. <laughs> and uh, so then the next one was like, okay, I got to take this and make it a little bit bigger, and then kind of expand into all the other pieces that business owners should know which would be more like, okay, from the start to end, all the different things such as the legal entity, the marketing pieces, the locations, um, you know, uh, and then it goes into a little bit more of the operation where it's, okay, the business plan, the projections, the operating, right. uh, you know, efficiencies, accounting, um, uh, um, credit, you know. And uh, to be honest, I have used someone to help me do the research. As a solopreneur, I mean, it's impossible for me to do everything yeah, myself. Yeah. So, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all transparent about having to have someone help me write the book. Um, I'm not going to lie about that. So, um, but to the point for me was beyond just saying, okay, um, I just put this thing out there. It's more like I do know that they need this information. And instead of someone going out there researching themselves for hours and hours, I know that I can have someone help me put it all together and someone can go in one place and find it. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, also, I'll see that because uh, uh, you, you're also other than a CPA, you're a transformation coach. So talk yeah. to us about that. How, where's this, how, what is a transformation coach and how yeah. do you go about uh, coaching? Us? Yeah. So when I say transformation coach, it's not like I'm this certified coach. I call myself a transformation coach and a CPA advisor because I am using a very um, a specific approach into how I help businesses go from their first million to their next 10 million. So I'm combining the auditor knowledge that I have built over the, the, the my initial career and then the controller CFO knowledge that I've built over the following 10 to 12 years, including being a consultant and seeing different industries into what I've created is the valuation MT framework. So with that, what I try to do is, and I've and I put it in a, in my list here so that I can go over it with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so that way we can you know tell our audience exactly the the process that I'm using. Um, so I start with evaluation, uh, value, evaluating the business. So I, I know this is something that most business owners don't you know think of it. Oh well, if I'm going to sell the business, I'll value it. But it really is something that's so available right now with the software that that could do it within, you know, hours instead of, if not less. <laughs> if you have the data available, it could be done within minutes. Um, and, uh, you know, which, you know, a, tr- a traditional valuation can take, you know, so, so long. Um, and then it could cost anywhere 20, 30,000. And then now a valuation, you know, could be about 5,000. Um, and then 
we, you know, the, the next thing I would do is just make sure their financial data is accurate. So if you have bad data in the system and your system is not, you know, reconciled, we can't use any of that data for any anything. We can't build any information out of it. That means your even your valuation could be wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And um, so then we leverage cash flow. We set up the cash flow management system into the business. Um, and that could be through a software as well. And then watch, let's say, how long it takes for a business owner to collect their cash and if they're actually paying their bills in a timely manner. Or are they paying too early or are they paying too late? They should stay within the, 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 the terms that it's allowed them. So okay. that way they're not overusing their cash or under, you know what I mean? So there's yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. No. Is the, the QuickBooks uh, program that you recommend? Like QuickBooks? Uh, QuickBooks yeah. has that. They just added that. I actually don't like their planner. <laughs> I can oh, send okay. it back. Oh, <laughs> I just, I just mentioned the link. That, that's the most one that's, you know, familiar. Yeah. Familiar. Yeah. So they do have that, but um, there's another one that's called a, a cash flow frog. That's a separate app that you can connect with uh, QuickBooks. And I think that that one has a lot better features in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other one that we're, I'm using is, um, you know, when we're looking at profit drivers, let's say the way they're billing, you know. Right. We use, um, you know, uh, menu pricing strategies. So we kind of build value when, when we're creating a, a price for their services or their, 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 their uh, products. For example, and none of my services are hourly. Most CPAs charge hourly or they charge like a retainer type of thing. I don't. I have, I actually provide a, a three packages by service or, you know, the type of thing that you want to do. I don't have any kind of <laughs> hourly rates. Um, so I work very differently, right? Yeah. Everything that I do is, is, is what I'm trying to do for my clients to help them change and transform their business. Um, the other thing that we do is also, uh, you know, building policies and procedures. One of the things that I've seen when businesses get to a certain point, they're million, two million. They're just kind of going without any specific procedures. Like, for example, I've seen people spend money, but there's no reimbursement policy. They travel and then there's no travel policy. There's no marketing spend policy. There's there's no policies. Just things are going and coming and there's no policies anywhere. Yeah. So how would you know, like if an auditor came in, they're going to be like, uh, you got a lot to fix here. So <laughs> what, what I do is I bring a lot of that auditor background and make sure they have all these policies written up. So we go do walk walkthroughs and then say, okay, this is this is your process. This is now we're going to build in the proper procedures. And then this is how you're going to do from now on. So those are the things that will help transform the business. Um, of course, we'll, we'll do, uh, you know, month, monthly analysis of the financial data, um, help the business owner trim, trim down any additional costs, um, operate effectively. Um, and then, of course, build projections so they can ha have a like a, a map that they can navigate with, right? Exactly. And of course, build KPIs to constantly monitor progress. So this is all pieces of that um, transformation that I would do, and that's why I call myself oh, transformation coach. Transformation coach. That makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Oh my god. So, what do you suggest any business owner should do to grow their business uh, in 2022? Whether it's even this is most smallest business. People think it's business. They think that they have to have, uh, you know, a, a, a location with a mm -hmm. physical address. Business could be a business from home. Of course. Like so what, what are your thoughts on that? 
Yeah. So for me, and and you know, like for example, I, I could be a business from home, right? Because I'm a service, yeah. I'm, I'm a service based, and I'm actually virtual. I built my business virtual back in 2018. Um, for me, the biggest thing has been um, focusing on my marketing. Marketing uh, has been the most yeah. important thing that I even didn't realize that I would need as much. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I remember 2018. Yes, I, I built my website. I started putting up my all my social media pages. You know, I knew these things were necessary. I created some posts, but without no strategy, I was like, mm, I don't know, I'll put some stuff, motivation. I'm good at that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But there was no strategy as to what the point was. And I was not sure what to do. So I actually personally had to, to learn a lot of marketing skills. And I think for 2022, and I've done a few webinars too, it's going to take even more of, you know, being um, available to um, to our audiences and giving them value with all, the, all our knowledge, especially yeah. in the service industry. You nailed it on, I mean, you nailed it with marketing. I'm, I'm such a fan of marketing because I have people that I know that, you know, are not too, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're too knowledgeable or not with marketing, you know, the, with the social right. media platforms, but just, just use them, just start practicing. Sure. That's even myself with this podcast, I never thought I would, you know, in 2020, I'd be doing a podcast because I, I, at the beginning, I was, yeah, what, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to name it? What are we going to, you know what I'm saying? It's like so many things, but yeah. as you go, you start getting better and you start learning new things. And I think that's what it's all about. So, you know, we have the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You're like, I tell people, use those platforms. They're there for a reason. Sure. They're there for business. Sure. So, and speaking of that, you do have uh, your YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Reach Erosion CPA. Now, it was funny because I was watching one of your videos. Says, "What do actually CPAs talk about?" Because you talk with other CPAs. <laughs> what is the podcast about? Is it just CPA? Yeah. Or? So, so okay. So this is how my my kind of this show came about. It's a coffee time with Marie and Pedro. Oh, so yeah. uh, Pedro is my CPA tax colleague. So he actually does a lot of the tax work for my clients. Um, and uh, so we 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 both are. Pretty, pretty much virtual and um, we've been working together for about a year and then we always have these awesome conversations on the phone randomly talking about our experiences and this one day you know not too long ago you know middle of the year I was like Pedro do we have like these awesomest conversations like offline we should go on zoom and record them and then then it just hit me at the same time I said that I'm like maybe we should do them live <laughs> And then we just went from, and we couldn't find a name, so we just said, "Well, you know, we could just call it Coffee Time with Miriam Pedro." Wow, that's awesome. just overthinking. Like, just go with this Coffee Time good. with Miriam Pedro. Just if you guys wonder what we talk, what CPS talk about, you know, behind the scenes, kind of like that's <laughs> that was the idea, and we talk about like super valuable information like things that we actually encounter with our um you know prospective clients or clients problems we solve and then we it actually becomes our subject because truly that's what has happened to us we're just talking on the phone and this is what happened this is what happened we just you took it on as a show yeah experience <laughs> talking about your experiences and whatnot exactly exactly wow. and that became you know a way where we tap into now we can use it as our way to create social posts, you know? So like marketing, like we said, it's it's now something we're doing. It's going to become 
a dual format. We put it on a pod bean as a podcast. We're just doing multiple things and it helps you know, him get clients. It gets, helps me get clients. So it's all about marketing strategies in 2022, really. That's it. Marketing strategies. So there you go. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Marketing strategies. Market yourself. It's for free, yourself. man. I tell people these are free. free. All you have to do is have an <laughs> internet service. That's about it. But other than that, everything else is free to use. And why not? As long as you, I say, as long as you stay within the, the what is it, the disclosures and the rules and regulations. Oh, of course. You don't yeah. violate any regulations. You know, Facebook and Instagram, YouTube. They're not going to block you as long as you <laughs> stay between those, yeah, those guidelines and whatnot. So yeah. I, I say this, this is a, a tip that I want to give everyone. There's five people that you need to have in your life as close friends to you. Number one, a doctor. Number two, a lawyer <laughs> of, of any kind, uh, tax consultant, CPA, right? Uh, I would say a priest. Right, pastor mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yes. And number five, yes. number five would be a partner, spouse. Mm-hmm. Those are the I five people that you have to have close to you. Yeah, because imagine lawyer who doesn't need a lawyer at some point. Everybody. A doctor, <laughs> a tax, a person that knows what they're doing with taxes. A religious, you know, a priest or whatnot, religious yes. person and whatnot. And then of course your business partner and whatnot, your spouse that can help you uh, uh, in your business and whatnot. So. Listen, uh, Marie, I think uh, the time has flown by. It's been great to <laughs> know you. I know you're you're busy, so I don't want to take too much more of your time. It was uh, a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Marie. What um, Are you going to have another book maybe in the future? Yeah, I think the next one would be more of a... Um, it would be more focused on the, uh, the evaluation MT process. Okay. Yeah, because that's oh. something copywriting right now and it could possibly become a more of a very focused book good good so i do have uh for people who are watching uh they can follow you on your facebook at marie tarogian cpa correct yes and then your youtube channel which is uh i like that channel you know having a coffee with with your friend there yeah Uh, it's under the marie (laughs) tarogian cpa there as well and then your website very important that's your website there correct yes sir Okay, perfect. And of course, she also has her Instagram under her name there, CPA. So thank you, Marie. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, looking forward. If anyone wants uh, any of your books, they're all they're available on Amazon, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah, de- definitely. The The ebook is free. It's on guide.marieterosiancpa.com. And then the other book is on Kindle. Perfect. Perfect. So Marie, thank you so much for those tips those strategies i'm definitely going to apply those i'm going to be doing more marketing actually for 2022 i'm looking forward to uh an exciting uh uh, new year i hope that you and your your family uh stay blessed as well and and 2022 i hope that it turns out to be an even better year than 2021 and any other years you've had so god willing god willing yeah yeah (laughs) so many blessings to you marie thank you so much for your time um, it's been it's been an honor and blessing to have you here. So 10x man, 10x. 10x. <laughs> best wishes to everyone over there and take care. I'll, I'll be in touch with you. Okay. Sounds good, Angel. Talk to you okay, soon. No, problem. no, don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Don't yeah. go nowhere. All right, folks. So there you have it. Thank you again for joining the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. I'm gonna see you on the next. Uh, show next Monday, the 22nd at 7 p.m. Actually, at 6 p.m. 
I'm going to confirm and I'll give you guys more details. But guys, remember, uh, strategies, uh, those strategy for a new, um, for those business growth for next year, like she said, marketing, marketing is the key. So guys, market yourself, do what you got to do. And I'm going to see you on the next, uh, next show. So guys, thank you again. Once again, if you're into any natural products, go ahead and feel free to, uh, I'm going to post the links down below for my, uh, natural supplements. There it is right there. I do have them here. They're great. Okay. And also, uh, my business that I run here in Orlando for the dry mailbox. You guys already know. So look them up. There's the website there. And before I leave, I, I do want to leave you guys with a wonderful scripture that I, uh, I love is one of my favorite proverbs and it's in Proverbs 15, uh, chapter 15, verse 16 and 17. And it says better to be poor. In other words, it's better to be poor and fear the Lord than to be rich and in trouble. And it's better to eat vegetables with people you love than to eat the finest meat where there is hate. Wow. That is very clear. So, guys, thank you again. I'll see you on the next show. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, a very successful week, and a very blessed week. I'll see you soon. Take care, peace, and I'll see you soon. Oh, 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 oh,